0: Hi there, you're listening to The Recruiter Record, the podcast that goes behind the curtain of talent acquisition and human resources in corporate America, providing the ultimate tools and tips so you're empowered with the information you need to boldly navigate your career. For all my newcomers, welcome, and I'm so glad you found this podcast. I hope it's the exact resource you've been looking for. My name is Joy Noel. I'm a talent acquisition specialist with 20 years of experience in corporate America, a former road warrior, a connector extraordinaire, and I have a passion for helping people by sharing good, actionable information. That's my guiding principle for each episode, and that's exactly what you should expect every time you listen to the Recruiter Record. You can join me here every 15th and 30th of the month when new episodes are made available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major streaming services. Hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you like what you hear and gained a nugget that you can put into practice, leave a comment and let me know. Hang out with me on all social media platforms at Recruiter Record. I can't wait to connect with you all. Talk soon. Whew. And I mean, whew. what a year we've been enduring. So listen, I had to step away from this for a minute to get my mind, my body, my life, my spirit, my family, everything just in better order <clears throat> between COVID and um you know, threats of potential financial strain and the real threat of the racial unjust and, in my opinion, just outright torture of black people, specifically in the U.S. Um, I was in such a state where I just couldn't think straight to produce the podcast in a meaningful and impactful way. My motto is and will always be to inform and empower. And I needed this time away to settle myself, settle my mind and my thoughts so that I could continue to do that for my audience, inform and empower. So thank you so much for continuing to listen, subscribe and support. Trust me, it does not go unrecognized and is so truly, truly appreciated. All right, so look, we're in month 10 of 2020 basically you know q4 is in full effect we're in the final stretch and a lot has happened a lot has occurred and there's still a lot to be done still the unemployment rate is at an all-time high people are looking for jobs you know like crazy um because of all of the furloughs and layoffs. And so competition for a single job is so high right now with applications reaching, uh, in some cases, two, 300, 400 applicants for one job. I see it every day when I'm going through resumes for my clients and when I'm consulting with people that reach out to me um, for me to help them with their job search. It's a stressful time for everyone, to say the least. Um, So, in this episode, I wanna talk about mindset and the importance of your mindset as you continue to job search and climb these everyday mountains that pop up, and really how to cultivate a growth mindset and a positive mindset, which will build resiliency, especially during these trying times, will develop more positivity and can really be your compass towards whatever you've envisioned success to be for yourself. And so I you know, I want to talk about this cuz it's 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 personal to me. And so I stepped away and um am coming back to the podcast because what I discovered over these past few months and what I did to help me get over my mountains and helped me move forward was to really shift my mindset and cultivate it towards growth. So I want to talk about exactly mindset and what that is first. And then we can really dig into some things that you can put into practice. Um, Because mindset, it's a word that we hear thrown around all the time. And by definition, according to Miriam Webster, Mindset is a mental attitude or inclination. Oxford defines mindset as the established set of attitudes held by someone. So you can think of mindset or one of the ways that I like to think of mindset is as the filter or the lens through which you view all of your life situations. And it's what guides or determines how you will act or respond accordingly. So, you know, you might be rolling your eyes right now thinking this is some hocus pocus or some wishy-washy BS. It's not. Mindset has been studied by modern modern psychologists and neuroscientists for years. And there have been a multitude of books, articles, um, journal submissions to major scientific journals, TED Talks, you name it on the subject. And I like that it's backed by Science. So, the neuroscience behind mindset shows that mindsets are basically neuro connectors, or connections in what you could consider the executive center of our brains, where we make decisions. So, what's happening is every day through our senses, we're being sent way more data data points and information than our brains can process, and so in turn, our mindset. The function of it is to basically sort through all of these data points and sort through all this information and then bring to our attention the filtered and select information that the mindset considers to be relevant to us. And then those data points are interpreted based on the type of mindset that is the strongest, So let's start with the two most common and most known types of mindsets, the two that people generally talk about the most. They were established by Dr. Carol Dweck, who wrote a book after completing extensive studies and research about mindset. And what she learned is that there are basically two types of mindsets, a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. So to further define them, a fixed or closed mindset – can best be explained as a glass-half-empty way of thinking. It's very limiting and prohibits the ability for what I consider to be grand imagination. Carol, Dr. Dweck, (laughs) describes it as a fixed mindset as, and this is a quote, believing that your qualities are carved in stone. The fixed mindset creates an urgency to prove yourself over and over. If you have a certain amount of intelligence— a certain personality, and a certain moral character, well then you'd better prove that you have a healthy dose of them. It simply wouldn't do to look or feel deficient in these most basic characteristics. So with this type of mindset, you might shrink away from challenges because you believe you don't have the tools or aptitude to be successful and attack the challenge. Um, Building on the science, a fixed mindset is going to deliver the cues and data points centered more around failure, and that failure is bad versus being a positive. So you won't take on anything new, or you won't take on anything that you aren't 100% sure that you're going to be successful at. A growth mindset, on the other hand, is more of a glass-half-full way of thinking that thrives on challenge and sees failure more as a path towards growth and an opportunity to stretch and expand our tools. So Dweck describes a growth mindset this way. There's another mindset in which these traits are not simply a hand you're dealt and have to live with. Always trying to convince yourself and others that you have a royal flush when you're secretly worried it's a pair of 10s. In this mindset, the hand you're dealt is just the starting point for development. This growth mindset is based on the belief that your basic qualities are things you can cultivate through your efforts. Everyone can change and grow through application and experience. Now, do people with this mindset believe that anyone can be anything, that anyone with proper motivation or education can become Einstein or Beethoven? No. But they believe that a person's true potential is unknown and unknowable, that it's impossible to foresee what can be accomplished with years of passion, toil, and training. So going back to the science, with a growth mindset, the data sets and cues are filtered to see failure as a challenge and an opportunity to develop, an opportunity to obtain new skills, and a chance to be one step closer to your definition of success. And what she found is the growth mindset forms a fire for learning instead of a longing for approval. In essence, human qualities can be cultivated through effort and intention, basically through practice. So to me, you know, I, I, my uh, growth mindset journey, it's something that I've been focused on for a while and I like to come to my own sort of reckoning and understanding of things, so for me um, I kind of think of mindset as the Instagram al- algorithm that is continuously skewing what you see based on what you keep telling it you want to see every time you you know hit the like or save the post and so it keeps showing you more of what you've already seen. And so when you understand that our mindset is the foundation or the basis of who we are and that the mindset is basically the gatekeeper that will either that will expose us to certain ways of behaving and thinking, then we can go on the journey of cultivating and shifting our mindset to be a growth mindset and a positive mindset. Um, Really quick. I want to have a quick moment of truth here. Um, just to recognize and acknowledge that we are all wired for both growth and fixed mindsets. You know, you you don't have one or the other, you have both. And in most people, one may be a little stronger than the other. The good news is that you can cultivate and develop a very strong growth mindset over time and with intention, So cultivating and strengthening your growth mindset is key because a growth mindset can help you, you know, really boldly and creatively navigate on this change that we've been experiencing and will continue to experience um, and can really help you to remain resilient in your job search and your career and just life in general. Now, am I saying a positive mindset is all you need? Absolutely not. However, it really helps because it's it's integral to our foundation. All right, so now that we have a better understanding of mindset, let's discuss how to make the shift to be more growth-centric, to be a more growth-centric mindset by being intentional and doing a few simple things every day. I want you to really enjoy this process and give yourself grace. You're looking for incremental shifts and improvements along the way. It's not a magic wand. You know, you'll wave the wand and things will be immediately changed. It's not going to be a sweeping change of your mental landscape. Um, And so I want you to keep that in mind as you embark on this journey to uh, shifting to a growth mindset. And as you um, consider putting these things that we're going to discuss into practice. all right, so the easiest way to begin to shift to a positive and growth mindset is by practicing gratitude. It's, practicing gratitude is, daily, uh, is something that happens daily uh, throughout the day and is simply taking time or a moment to notice and repl- reflect upon the things you're thankful for. So even in the most challenging and stressful situations, I believe you can find something to be thankful for. Sure, that might be considered practicing what some call advanced gratitude, which can be challenging at first, but it's possible and definitely worth it. So when I started practicing gratitude, it was easiest for me to do it in the morning and in a one-page diary formatted journal that I had purchased at the beginning of the year. And I started writing um, one or two I am affirming statements at the top, and then moved into very specific details around the gratitude I had for a specific experience, or a person in my life, or a circumstance I had encountered on an occasion, or at times, sometimes I might have expressed gratitude for uh, a thing that was more rare than the others that I described. Um, I don't have a lot of space to write in my journal, so I like that because it keeps me concise and thoughtful when I'm putting pen to paper. And so for me in this case, less is more. And this exercise, which has now become a habit, helps me stay positive and firm in my journey, even even when faced with challenging situations. It was really the catalyst for my shift to a stronger growth mindset, now, I know some people have difficulty journaling or just don't get into it. I mean, it took me a long time <laughs> to get to this point. Um, but you can still practice gratitude throughout your day. So set an alarm on your phone for maybe, you know, the middle of the day when you take lunch, and then another alarm for in the evening before you go to bed to remind you to just stop to reflect and practice gratitude. You can use your phone. And, you know, write in your notes what you're grateful for so that it's something that you can go back and, you know, look upon. And as you continue to do this and continue to practice gratitude more and more, it will become a habit. And the wiring will change in your mind so that the data sets that your mindset is filtering to you will begin to change and your algorithm will change all for the better so that everything it's being filtered where instead of it being negative, your lens and your view is now positive. And it's, okay, let me, you know, take this challenge on, right? Okay, so next I started to acknowledge um, and praise effort over a skill or an outcome for myself and in other people. And this was, this was interesting. Um, it took me a minute to really... Um, shift my mind to this way of thinking, but I realized by not acknowledging and praising the effort over the skill was diminishing the effort as if it wasn't even a key component to any improvement. So instead of lessening the importance of my effort or someone else's effort because a goal or expected outcome had not been reached, I fully considered and acknowledged the effort period, because the effort was the stretch, and the effort is what created the learning opportunities. Now, uh, what I realized is sometimes it's easier to start with someone else, okay? So acknowledging effort in others can soon have you acknowledging and praising your own effort. So for example, my daughter, she's a junior in college studying veterinary science, uh, and For many people, uh, I can only imagine this semester has been a challenge. It's difficult to complete labs when you don't have an actual lab. She has the desk (laughs) that's in her room. It's difficult to grasp concepts and theories for physics when the teacher is unable to physically demonstrate for you. Some things just don't translate well to video, right? Um, So she was struggling period and we sat down she and I and looked over her classes and the other things that she was involved in and put together a schedule that was very specific on what she would do and when she would do it to help her focus her effort and her time. She put the plan into action and on her next exam went from an F to a C. Great job because I never had to take physics. So (laughs) I couldn't really help her too much. I could give her some structure and, you know, some guidance, but you know, she had to do the work and and put in the effort. So I could have said, Oh my God, you're so smart. Because her outcome was better, right? She got an F on the first exam and, and was able to put in effort and got a C on the next exam. So her outcome was better, technically. And therefore, technically, she's smarter today than she was before she put in the effort. However, it's important for me on my journey to a strengthened growth mindset and important to her, too, as she develops her own growth mindset that I acknowledge and praise the effort over the outcome or over the gain skill. So instead of saying, oh, my God, you're so smart. Great job. The praise and acknowledgement sounded like, oh, my gosh, Munchkin, you studied so hard for that improved grade. You deserve it. Do you see the difference? Um, You know, take some time and, you know, be more conscious and more in the moment. And you will see opportunities for you to acknowledge effort over outcome more and more. And as you begin to acknowledge it in other people, you'll then be able to talk to yourself in that same way. Um, Okay, so one other practice that comes to mind and really helped jumpstart this journey to cultivating and strengthening my growth mindset and to help make my vision a reality was to stop making excuses and be conscious and self-aware when I was. It's tough love time right now. So when you decide to embark on this journey to challenge your belief system, you have to stop making excuses. Making excuses just keeps your feet cemented in that comfort zone where you've allowed yourself to tell yourself a litany of reasons for why you didn't or why you can't do something. Maybe because you tell yourself you don't have the time or maybe you say you don't have the money or you don't have some other resource. You know, pick a reason, right? Or... Maybe you you tell yourself, you know, you're not doing B because you'll do it later because for whatever reason, those excuses stem directly from a fixed mindset taking over. And when you pull back the curtain on the excuses, you'll see it's those limiting beliefs creeping right back in. So you need to be diligent about not telling yourself the excuses. And a way to change how you talk to yourself in this instance, instead of saying, I can't because of X, Y, or Z, say, how could I? You have to reframe the question. You have to reframe the statement to a question that will help you uncover how you can get to where you need to be. So truly, truly think about what's missing for you to move forward with something and then work to obtain what's missing. And you do that by maybe shifting your budget or shifting your schedule and making, obtaining that thing that's going to get you to the next level and get you 10 steps closer to your vision being a reality. You have to make that thing a priority. You've set this goal for yourself, whatever it is. So you have to pour into it. So what I like about growth mindset is it applies to every aspect of our life and so all of the things those three things that we just finished discussing can be put into practice to keep a really positive and growth mindset during your job search. Now there are a few other things that you may want to put into practice for the duration and even you know consider keeping them in practice once your job search is completed and you've secured that position for yourself. So there are three more things. Um, the first is continue to build your network and connections. It's okay to confide in people when you're feeling overwhelmed and even bounce a few ideas off of them too. Sometimes it's it's helpful to have a fresh perspective and it can be really helpful, um, you know, just in keeping you on path and on target. Um, the second thing um, is... Get up after you fall and get up after you've been rejected and send out yet another job application and tweak that resume to match the job that you're going to once again. Trust me, you will have more rejections than you will have offer letters. And under and if you understand that up front and, you know, don't let one rejection prevent you from continuing to apply and give full effort. It's important to persevere in the face of the challenge. And the extension of that is to learn from each application that you submit, learn from each phone call that you have with a recruiter or a hiring manager or panel interview, and learn from every uh, experience in the job search with a potential employer and allow that learning to take you to the next one and to take you to the point where you're doing better and better each and every time. And finally, I think this one is really important as well is trust that better is coming and enjoy the process. So in trusting that better is coming, know that you're consistently doing the work and consistently putting in the effort by submitting applications and doing all the professional follow-up possible and that you can allow yourself now to find ways to remain sane in this job search. It doesn't have to be, um, you know, you're 40 hours out the week you're applying for jobs. That's just not realistic, A. And if you're doing a targeted job search, there's not that many jobs for you to apply to anyway. Right. So you have to take that moment and those moments for yourself to remain grounded and remain sane and trust that better is coming. So listen to music, go for a walk, listen to podcasts or watch, um, you know, I don't know, a positive video on YouTube or your favorite movie, whatever it is, you can trust that better is coming because you've put in the work and you've done the effort. And you've done such a great job expanding and attacking your job search that you deserve to take comfort in knowing that better is coming I hope that helps because I think some people on that last one they I've been there and have been so focused on finding a job that you know I have not allowed myself those moments um And it has been to my detriment. So I think it's very important that you take those moments for yourself, even in your job search. And trust that you're doing the work, trust your process, and that the job will come. So for me, this is a continuous journey. It's not something that I'm practicing for a moment and putting down after 30 days. For me, strengthening my growth mindset requires daily, daily practice and intention. It requires Super high level of self awareness and consciousness. And it's understanding that this is deep and important work that I need to do for me. This is about making my personal develop- development a priority. And with all that's going on, it's important for us all to focus on our personal development without feeling guilty. So, you know, don't feel away uh, about putting some of these things into practice for yourself. It's a huge opportunity, and if you stick with it, and um, you know, continue to do your own research on this and find what works for you, you will see in time the benefits and the change and the shift. Um, you know, I say all that to say I know it's something that's beneficial. People that have adopted a growth mindset are less stressed. They learn more over time, and therefore um, excel in their careers and in their personal lives. Their love lives are better. If you read Carol Dweck's book, she touches on that. Um, and they're thriving. I've done a lot of reading and research on this and have put it into practice in my own life. And if this is something you want to incorporate into your life, I just want you to remember that it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. I want you to be kind to yourself and I want you to give yourself grace and enjoy this journey. Alright, well that's all I have for y'all today. It was so good to connect with you again. I hope you received at least one piece of information that you can put into action and empowers you to cultivate and strengthen your growth mindset. Please subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And for more career advice, follow me across all social media platforms at Recruiter Record. Or you can send an email with your questions to info at recruiterrecord.com. Talk soon!